Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You train all season, train all off-season. Every day you put in for the work. You go to OTAs, training camp. You know, just, it's a long, long season. It's a long year. And whatever week we're on, what, 27? Something like that. You know, we've been playing football since late July. And to come up short of a goal of a dream, it's not fun. This George Kittle. Now he can get on with being a Bears fan. Because he can just sit back and watch his favorite team. Go Bears! <laughs> and see as they return now. I guess as of today, the Bears return to being the center of the NFL universe. Bears are on the clock. Bears are on the clock. As soon as, that, as, soon as McCole Hartman catches the ball and then realizes that the game is over. Yeah, I just saw one. Bears are on the clock. I just saw a mock draft that has the Bears with Caleb Williams at one, Roma Dunze at nine, and I thought, great success. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. (laughs) Yeah, you can promise me that. I would be quite pleased. And Morpheus is in the building now. Here is uh, Anthony Harris. Look at his headphones set set and stuff. No, I know. He's always on rock and roll time. He's not on rock and roll time. He's on I have a hundred jobs time. That's what I mean. He makes it rock, work. Rock and roll time would be he just decided to come here whenever he wanted. And he's on and, I have a whole bunch of jobs time. Rock and Are roll you time. Ready to rock? <laughs> I've actually never done that before. That went better than I thought it would. That's, That's good. pretty good. Not bad. Anthony Heron is in studio with us. You know that you can enjoy his work on The Score, Fox 32, Big Ten Network, where he does all of his analysis. He is on Twitter at Big Ant Heron, and we always like to get his thoughts after these material games. And it was bad until it was good, and then it got really interesting. Did you enjoy yourself? I did, and this, from a, a personal perspective for our family, this was the... This is the first game where we had, like, a legitimate sports fan in the house with us. My wife is a huge sports fan. She played athletics at a high level. Of course, I I dabble in a bit of sports myself. But with a six-year-old, now he's at the point where he was truly interested in and engaged with the entirety of the game. This this is the the one he'll remember. We were talking about that yesterday. It It was a topic of conversation. We had what is the first Super Bowl you remember appreciating, watching, knowing it was a big deal. Mine was Super Bowl Eleven. Oh, okay. After the 1976 season when the John Madden Raiders and MVP Fred Bolitnikoff beat Fran Tarkenton. What year did San Francisco blow out Denver? That, to me, sticks out in my mind when the 49ers just – Blew the doors off the Broncos. I think that Broncos. was 88 or 89. Maybe okay. 89. I think okay. that was my. So that that's my that's my first one that I remember okay. being like fully 
engaged. fully aware of and, and engaged in just the snap by snap. It looks like maybe, yeah, it was Super Bowl 24 in 1990. Ah, I feel like I must have watched one earlier than that. But, yeah, that says 1990. Well, that's the one that pops into my head. But for us last night, just with the with the six year old, yeah, he was he was there. He's asking a million questions, questions we've already answered before, but he's still uncertain. The color schemes for the two teams were similar enough. Terrible. Also, he's kind of like, all right, so wait a minute, who's on offense right now? Well, where's Patrick Mahomes? Oh, there he is. Well, he's on the sideline now because they're they're not on offense at the moment. They're on defense. And so that that part was certainly fun and just the full pageantry of the Super Bowl broadcast experience. It's a lot of stimulus for a very active young <laughs> mind. So, you know, and how, how far past bedtime was it for him? Oh, it, well, we didn't let him get into overtime. We, we had to shut it down with the promise That's that we BS. would record it on the DVR. We, we told him it's on the DVR. He's going to be able to watch it today or whenever if he so chooses. But oh, overtime was late, man. We, yeah. we didn't factor that into the. And, and now Bishop's watching an episode of The Equalizer. <laughs> yeah, with right. Latifah. <laughs> Dad, you didn't, this this thing didn't work right. Why is Queen Latifah yeah. at the Super Bowl? Right. Uh, but yeah, he knows when the trumpets sound. That that means it's time for sixty minutes in the mornings, and now he will get some late night Super Bowl action uh, to quench his thirst for highlights. But uh, the. A lot of times folks tend to confuse low scoring with bad games, and I don't. But last night was sloppy. A lot of that game was sloppy. You know, errors and and fumbles by running backs and penalties. There was a lot of that early in the game. That honestly surprised me because San Francisco certainly hadn't played their best football in the playoffs coming up to this point. Kansas City, frankly, had, had been playing better. You know, their defense has been stellar all season. Offensively, they'd started figuring some things out. So from an execution perspective, I really thought both teams would execute at a higher level than they were early. I've been I've been covering Christian McCaffrey since he was in high school. I'm sure he's fumbled before, but I've never seen it. <laughs> you know, for him to also, give the ball up early. That was a great fumble recovery. Wasn't it? You don't say that often, but it was George Karloftis. Mm-hmm. Usually the first guy on a ball like that, it's it dribbles out, it squirts out from underneath. Yeah. That was an aggressive, strong, like if you're teaching fumble recovery, mm-hmm. to to pull it away from two guys when you're the first guy down, we rarely see that. Right. It was excellent technique on the recovery. Great technique on the strip as well. Leo Chanel came in, former Wisconsin linebacker, and he, he went in, raked at the football, like hacked directly at the football as other guys were securing McCaffrey to pull him down for the tackle. So, you know, I would count that as a sloppy moment, though, just by McCaffrey standards. So that did surprise me throughout a lot of the first half. Just the execution from from both teams, especially on offense. 49ers were super sloppy on special teams, too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so from that perspective, it wasn't wasn't the best Super Bowl. But that tends to, when things are sloppy, that does tend to lead to a compelling finish. We got a compelling finish, and we got defenses that were that were a bit taxed, and that seemingly even though Kyle Shanahan didn't necessarily, I didn't see or hear him directly allude to that in his decision-making process afterwards of taking the ball first in OT, but I would imagine that's probably in his mind He said somewhere. that he wanted yeah. the ball third. Yeah. He, he screwed it up. Right. They didn't know. And the t- and most I, I importantly, knew. the players I, didn't. He didn't coach it. The ref comes out there at midfield and, and tells everybody the rules. But like, still, I mean, but, but Andy reads it. Apparently, Chris Jones said they've been talking about this since training camp. This is one interesting dude 
They they have been discussing the change in the rules and their plan uh-huh. since training. Because they, well, the, they the, know they're going to be in the Super Bowl because they're there every year. And so they, they do plan accordingly. Credit to Andy Reid and his staff. They're like, all right, let's make our plans for getting to Las Vegas because we know that's where we're going to be because this is just what we do at the end of every season. So they are certainly planning, preparing ahead for that. It is worthy of pointing out while at the same time, it is also worthy of note that I don't take that to mean like no player on the 49ers knew the overtime rules or that even going into the overtime, that that would have changed the decision-making that Cal Shanahan had going in. Well, I mean, it's very close, while not exactly similar to college rules. Mm -hmm. And what college team have you ever seen take the ball first? They always go, I want to know what I Mm -hmm. need. And if I need to get a touchdown, that's going to change the way that we're going to call these series of downs. And so Shanahan, I would have respected it more if he said, we felt confident mm-hmm. that we were going to go down and score a touchdown. But that's not what he said. He said we wanted to have the ball third. Right. Um, and whether that, and I, was, and I get wh- that. whether that was a touchdown or a field goal to, to have the opportunity for that third possession. I do think that that is certainly a factor in what cost them the game. So I'm not saying Kyle Sh- Shanahan made the right decision there. But logically, there is a case to be made for – we're going to score, they're going to score, and then we're going to get the ball back. Now, that doesn't factor in the potential that Kansas City would have had to go for two because there's still an advantage on the team who gets the ball second regardless yes! of that. If you're and the they team said who that the they first, would have gone for two. Right. So if you're the team that gets the rock first, even if you go down and score, you're not likely going to go for two, certainly not after a first possession anyway. So it does it makes sense. but You have did more say- data. You've got more control. Mm-hmm. You have more control over your destiny going second, and that's why college teams go second. Yeah. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The question I have is why didn't they review that play by Rasheed Rice for a forward lateral? You got to let that mm. go, man. They called it a fu- It's Look at it again. I just it. saw a different angle of it. That was a fumble. That's it was right. definitely trying a fumble. To tell you. Yes. 
Yeah, for sure. Brian, Brian Baldinger posted a, an angle from the the 49ers end zone. It was definitely a fumble. Okay, because mm-hmm. I heard it was it Romo who even said, "Why are he, you listening to him?" He threw it to him. <laughs> I thought immediately he'd thrown it to him yeah. after the they had already crossed the line of scrimmage. Okay. And I thought, wait a second. So what? What you saw it from a reverse angle? Yeah. It's so it's from the 49ers angle, like basically from that end zone of did, the defensive did angle. Tweet it. Yes. Okay, I'll check it out there. Because I, I have to get Let it go. I Let will. it go. I will after I see it. Did you hear Boomer at halftime, though, just kind of casually float out there that the San Francisco first touchdown shouldn't have counted because the center was illegally downfield? He just yes, kind of worked that in. What about that would have become a bigger deal at some point in a 45-minute halftime show, but they, they didn't deem that worthy of of additional perusal at any point in the second half, but certainly a big deal. Didn't cost Kansas City the game or anything, but then looking back at it, because there's a difference in the rules. You're talking about comparing college with the NFL. In college, your offensive linemen are allowed to be three yards-ish down the field. In the NFL, they're allowed to be one yard-ish Ish. down the field. One and, in a step. Yeah, there is some gray area. There is some some referee sort of, you know, scrutiny that goes into that, the subjectivity of it. They let it, you know, be a little bit lax. But, yeah, you're not supposed to be three yards down the field in the NFL, which it did appear San Francisco center by the time they had laddered it around a little bit was was well beyond that one-yard buffer that they're supposed to get. What I enjoyed, and we had talked about it at the start of the show, the, the way that Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid were so locked in in the overtime period hmm. where you could see Mahomes just being like, I'm not handing the ball off here on fourth and one. I'm Patrick Mahomes. Uh-huh. I'm going to run. And and he didn't necessarily deploy his running ability until he needed to. Yeah. And when he did it, he came up with huge runs for them. And then even though by his standard, he wasn't throwing the ball well early in the game. Anyway, throughout the first half plus of that game, this was not your your quickly decisive, rhythmic, accurate Patrick Mahomes for much of that game. But he still in the most critical moment was able to sort of keep his wits about him and decide what the best manner of operation was going to be. And the Hardman touchdown, the the amount of defenders who were in conflict. Yeah, it was gorgeous. It was gorgeous because you like. Okay, the safety's in conflict because he's like, wait, that guy just went in motion. I'm going to go with, oh, bleep. Uh-huh. He just reversed back out. Yeah. Then the the two edge defenders are in conflict because Mahomes goes out to the edge, and they don't know what to do. And McCole Hartman's wide open. <laughs> it, it, was, it was so beautifully designed and executed. We've seen that play before. We've seen the Chiefs run that particular play flip sides and it's worked I just love that like I, I kept thinking man Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes got some balls on them to run that out there at them and and the execution of it was perfection and you know just talking through motion and how many conversations have we had about motion and this Bears offense how many times has Layla sat right there and talked about just the lack of motion the pre-snap. lack of consistency yep. of pre-snap motion and what it can do to the opposing defense, and it's, I guess frustrating is probably the main word for why a team that runs a system that is supposed to specialize in that, why we didn't see that more consistently over the last two years with the Bears offense. Because it's twofold. Not only does it allow you to dictate the movement of defenders, it gives your quarterback so much of a better idea of what you're in. 
Is it man or zone? Are mm-hmm. you showing me man or zone? Are you pretending? Is there a tell? Something that I'm learning, especially early in a game. Oh, he's going to follow him here, but he's not really covering him. He's racing back to a landmark. That's a disguised coverage. I know that now. And it just gives you more information. There's, I, I don't, unless you don't trust your team to execute it, <laughs> unless you really don't think, I think you're going to get mm-hmm. penalties or, or you're going to have right. all sorts of procedure issues. Why wouldn't you do There's more? There's no of it? good reason right. not to, right? Just a, unless it's beyond you as a play caller, unless you do need that constant reminder throughout the game of, hey, we're not putting them in conflict. Hey, how about we get some motion going again here? And if you're not a guy who's competent, enough at the job to sort of think beyond that because, it, you know, if, if you just think about it within your own brain, if you think, I got it, I'm driving down the street, I know the traffic light is here, but if I'm at one of these five-way intersections <laughs> and I'm going to make a hard right turn somewhere that this, like, you know, this Pentagon type of intersection, then it can scramble the eggs of people. Am I looking at that crosswalk over there? Am I looking at this one here? Which light am I supposed to be paying attention to? Should I have the blinker hey man, on now this or time, should I wait until the next one? This time of year, if you're a Chicago car commuter, you better know your potholes. Right? You, right? you you better know where the where the, there have been some killers, man. Uh, this is that time of year where they, they're they're appearing fast. Uh, is there a not bike lane here, by the you way? Uh oh, there's the pothole. Whoops, here's a yep, biker. I mean, know it, where your, a lot of know stuff. on your route where your potholes are. You got to be able to multitask mentally in game as you're calling these things. And you know, Andy Reid is just one of the best to ever do it, and he's he's crafty within the moment. I would say that Kyle Shanahan, I believe, is a more a more consistently disruptive play caller just with what he can more consistently do to the opposing defense to create space for his playmakers. But Andy Reid, especially in the moment, you know, he's exceptional in the other regard as well, but just in the moment, having the play dialed up and having coached his guys up to execute the key play and the key moment at such a high level, whether it was back in Philadelphia, whether it was now in in Kansas City, certainly even going back to his time, in Green Bay, he's always had that type of mind for the moment in a game, and, and it's shown up throughout his career. And using motion to the discussion we were having a moment ago, you're basically trying to generate either of two things. You're trying to generate information or you're trying to generate leverage. And to do that over and over again, even if you don't get a big play or a chunk play out of it when you're initially using motion early in the game, but you are generating information. You have these data points that you can compile throughout the game to see how they reacted to it and set up this matchup for you. And it was really a similar formation with Mahomes at the mesh point over and over again, even on that decisive drive that won the game. It's very similar concepts of bunch sets, mesh point, and Mahomes being a playmaker outflanking the defense. And when you have a you know, a maestro like that at quarterback and a play caller who's willing to sort of go back to similar concepts but give you a wrinkle off of them, then that's what separates the, the wheat from the chaff. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.